0: Guys, 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 welcome to the Bob Pod. Brand new episode here coming at you today. But first, let's talk about our very first sponsor of the bomb cotton. That is Adoli Eyewear. Now, what, Adoli, what, what do these Adoli lenses do? Well, more importantly, they block that impenetrable blue light to your face. You don't need that blue light in your face. You know what happens when it gets in your face? You can't sleep. You get headaches. You feel bad. And cause you're staring at screens all day—your iPhone, your TV, your iPad—all you do is look at screens. So whether do these do it filters out those destructive blue, blue lights, you know, causing digital eye strain, dry eyes, and and headaches. And it removes it, it makes it simple. Now I was not—I non- was a non-believer. at first. I got these frames, I started playing some Overwatch, I started working on my computer, while I do wear contacts over it, and pff, looks amazing, feels amazing. I can't complain about it. And I thought that. It would be the best thing to share to my audience who's always on a computer, always on a screen or working somewhere. They fit comfortable. They're black frames just like I like it. Black on black is a way of life. You guys know that. Includes an eyeglass case, lens cleaning case. Also, the blue light testing card and blue light torch, which proves to you you can see exactly what's going on with the eyewear. And this is not a gimmick. They're on Amazon.com. Adoli Eyewear. Again, thank you, Adoli Eyewear, for sponsoring the bomb pod. Trust me. It is amazing to have a sponsor and to have a very, very first one. That again, guys, is Adoli Eyewear. Check them out. Amazon.com, baby. Let's go. All right, Buckaroo. Guys, we're back on the bomb pod. I'm so excited today. I have one of my favorite guests back onto the show, Mr. John Mullen. John Mullen, how are you doing? How,
1: how you doing there, Buckaroo? Doing uh,
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> buckaroo time. Um, I don't there's nothing to promote. I'm just happy to have you here.
1: Yo, man, episode two. I'm so honored to be back, man. That's (laughs) honestly really cool, man. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah.
0: We we spent time talking before you got here, so we don't don't gotta dive into that. But how's your how's your twenty nineteen been?
1: Yo, man, really freaking a grind year so far, man. Pushing hard, man, trying to make the most of it, dude. Definitely don't uh don't wanna uh, toot my own horn, man, but I'm trying to regain control, man. I'm really trying to own my space again for the first time in a, in a while, man. It's been a kind of a journey lately, man. Just trying to regain my, my control, you know, my composure. It's really been interesting, man. I, I, have grown a lot as an artist, you know, a lot of, a lot of grind time in that sense too, but I mean to say like, just, just priorities, man. It's really been a, a growing year, man. The last year of my twenties, coincidentally, I'm a 90 yeah. baby, 1990 mm-hmm. in the house right now. What are you, what year? I'm, I'm 88. 88, okay. <laughs> it's okay. over for me. You see, we're, we're the cusp of the millennials, yeah. though. We're like that one foot here, one foot there, one, one foot on the side of the fence where it was before this whole huge technology insurgence on the other side where we remember we were kids with cell phones. And so like, you know how that is, bro.
0: When I, when I went to high school, I never used a, a flash drive. So that ages me through but you know what I learned about myself this year? Depending what time of year you caught me, you met a different version of me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, way? man. Like it, it. So much change has occurred in my existence that at some points, um, it, it's like funny, and at some points it's just been like a struggle to get out of. So like, if you meet me on that ebb and flow, hmm. Um, hmm. the most interesting times happened. happened um to me, where you might meet me off the that someone met me off like the peak and then going into a steep down valley.
1: <laughs> so we're, we're not talking about peak pizzle right now.
0: <laughs> we're At that about point, that wasn't was, peak pizzle. But now, peak. guess what? It's playboy. It's playboy pizzle all summer. Playboy. In case Boy you didn't know what that means, Mullen. It means I'm down for a good time. You can threaten me
1: I know. all you want. Yo, man, I love the 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 macho man Randy Savage look you got going with it. Man. It's like it's so
0: lit. I, Here's I the thing, it's, it's what's up. It's hot as fuck. Get your short shorts on. Yeah. Right. I'm wearing short shorts right now. Why? Because it's hot. I'm not trying to sweat anymore. Number one, number two, men are traditionally shitty with lower body workouts. Hmm. And you're like, yo. Those are where your biggest muscles are. So yeah. now I'd be doing leg day like two to three times a week. Oh, yeah. And uh, just doing it differently, right? Not doing like a pounding of leg day, but just like maintaining it. Right. And I've gotten so much better results. Really? I'm Fuck yeah, man. That, man. It's okay. like I, and the top part of our body would we'll be like, yeah, we'll do like arms and chest. Or we'll divide it like four different ways. But the, right. but you just say leg day.
1: Right. Like uh, The way I've seen most success typically is I, I try and do a, a full body at least two to three times a week so there's legs involved you know you don't want to leave any meat on the bone if you know what i'm saying like it's the most important thing if you've got your legs and you can get around that's that's half the battle so like you can't undervalue there's people who undervalue that and i i don't understand like the only recently have i really started doing weird shit like crazy pull-ups or things like that but legs have always been central to my training since i was started lifting and i probably started lifting too young i started lifting
0: and i was like maybe 15 there's no proof of that though they've they've already dispelled that there's no proof of like lifting too young what they mean is um like uh that stunting growth thing like not just in the
1: sense like you know like you don't want to set yourself up like in, in a certain way like i i think that if you're gonna if you're gonna push yourself to I don't know a physical sort of aspiration You know, do it for your own reasons you know like in my mind i was like oh i'm gonna join the marines eventually that was yeah. what i thought i was gonna join the armed forces so i was gonna you know finish my eagle scout go off and i was gonna i don't know uh kill people for a living you know that was my my goal in life. you would have been a Blackwater agent like a navy seal ideally that was the thing <laughs> going into the yeah marines i was That's gonna crazy. go into the navy seals yeah yeah but uh, you know what man that they they told me when i was growing up you know like hey you get uh, uh, retired by the time you're 40. You go in, do your 20 years, bada-bing, bada-boom. And here I am thinking, I'm 18, oh yeah, this great deal, you know? Little did I realize, you know, like I'm doing all this training, mixed martial arts. At the time I was even uh, doing ninjutsu and things like that, like I was just so serious, man. Like I, I really just thought like, this is what I'm gonna do. This is who I'm gonna be. And it was somebody who broke through to me. It was uh, Michael Scott. It was a like, I call him my, my black dad because we will, <laughs> it's true. He's my black dad. We would, uh, we go around on the Saturday mornings every week and take a walk around the neighborhood with Champ, my dog. And he told me, John, if you go into the armed forces, man, you're never really going to be who you're destined to be. You're, you have a creative side of you. You, you can create music. And if you go into this, they're going to make you into what they want you to be. You're going to have to give up that element of yourself. Yeah. Forcefully too. You know? And so I, con- I contemplated that for a minute, you know, and, you know, a couple circumstances in life, you know, reality sits in and you think to yourself, hey, you know, what can what can I do to be the best version of myself? And I think that's what you've been doing, too. I've been seeing that a lot, man, that you're trying to be the best version of yourself. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a terrible existence. No, I, I man, feel it's... like I'm, I'm reaping the rewards of laziness <laughs> of huh. such long term laziness. Long term. You, you have to view it in in the in the manner of like how you're wait, wait watch out, watch out, because it that forward. You have to watch out in the manner that like uh, that like responsibility comes to you, I've noticed. And like for example, I don't set an alarm to wake up that early. It just I just pop up. This morning when I posted five thirty in the morning, I just popped up. Like I literally I'm like I can't sleep because I'm not achieving my shit, so I can't like literally sleep. So my body, I guess, finally hit that level of anxiety when it, when it admits it. So I do that to keep myself accountable, but to keep everyone around me, everyone seems to like it. And the people who don't like it, well, fuck you. <laughs> don't follow. I like, no, don't fucking care. Yeah. Someone told It'd me that, real, I, was, bro. that I was like, That's what oh. it is.
1: You're real. That's what it is. And that's what I admire most, man. The transparency, bro. That's not easy. I'm very, in a certain way, if it's not on social media already, I don't contribute of my personal life. I, I try and contribute a message, maybe something that reflects something in my yep. in my life, that something's meaningful to me that I think could reflect a lesson I've learned. However, when it comes to my day to day, when it comes to who I am as a person on social media, I don't try and, uh, and post too much. It, yeah, It's been I, a month I since I last posted something. I think you I think you have some type of uh, an alter ego online
0: I definitely do and um, you know, the worst part about my existence is how you meet me determines how you feel about me uh, with, unfairly hmm. so how interesting like I was on Friday night I was in a I was in an interesting conversation I was talking to somebody and then another person walks in and says. They refer to me as an asshole, and the other person, they're like, "That's the sweetest person I know," and I'm just like, "That's my fucking life story," <laughs> where it depends at what odds you you you're at with me for a reason I'm not aware of that you treat me this way, and I, I've I'm like you've met me, you've known me for years, like so true. It's I, I'm just like this all the time, and I just kind of either cultivate an audience or I repel people. like I don't it's it's very frustrating you know um everything everything I do gets like kind of like scrutinized by um by forces you don't expect like people will tell me like that I that I post too much and in reality it's just how I remain accountable that every uh, like my guitar posts are for me so then I can see that I improve over time if I constantly set myself a task to do it, it's fine and it's fun. It's not like I'm reaching. I'm not an Instagram model trying to sell you fashion nova. You get what I'm saying? Like,
1: I think it's actually pretty brilliant. Number one, because it associates the guitar with your brand, bro, with that who you I are. That really, I thought was
0: missing in I, life.
1: I think that you're you're doing it in a very savvy way. I I totally am 100 percent in your corner, and I I scrutinize because I'm a I'm a musician myself, and I'm a I'm a creator, but. I'll be honest, man, like you, you have a you're, you know, a lot of fires going. So I'm sure you, it's tough for you to sleep at night. I, I think it's, it's important for you to, yeah. <laughs> to, to, you know, keep your, keep your eye on the, on the prize to a lot of degrees, but you know, don't, don't feel so, um, don't feel down on yourself, man. I think you're doing a lot of great work. That's I a tough I see. one. You know, um, I, I particularly like your fashion side, man. I think it's a really fascinating uh, concept when you design, you know, your your stuff, the demigod stuff. I, I always enjoy looking at those shirts, man. Really cool. Really cool.
0: We we have, I have to show you the one we have on our way. Always, Ooh, yo. We, <laughs> always I'll send you, uh, I'll send you, I'll show you on the phone. I think it's still top secret what shirt's coming out next. Ooh,
1: nice. That's dope. That's really dope.
0: All right, on that, we'll take a break <laughs> and we'll be right back. All right. All right, so we're back. There's the juice and then there's the sauce, Mr. Mullen. What yeah. does that even mean? <laughs> Yo,
1: you know what, man? I found out about this shit. Is it the meme? Y- y- you know what? I can't pretend to know the origin of this. You know, if we were doing proper research, we should probably do our, our, mm-hmm. our own Googling at this point. But I'll tell you what I know. This is what I know that someone who's juice has got like, you know, something that they they represent, you know, like maybe they have, I don't know, some high fashion, maybe a Gucci or a Versace or something along those lines, but they're not completely decked out. If you're decked out, then you're the sauce. You're sauce guy. You're all in Versace or you're all in Gucci. You're completely like a Mayweather type. You know, he's totally a sauce person. Whereas maybe you might just be a juice guy You might have a suede puma or something along those lines that's, you know, your thing. Kind of like me. I'm more of a juice guy myself.
0: So, like, applying it where you need it, not being drenched in it, like how some people carry ranch with them. Yeah. That's a bit wild. I find that just, I've seen on way too many occasions bottles of ranch in women's purses. Good Lord. And um, that's disgusting.
1: I mean... Doesn't it mean, get hot? Is that sanitary? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I'm not sure, sure I want that that extra ranch. I mean, you know, if it's in need. But I'll tell you what, more often than not, man, I'm cooking on my own. I'm trying to freaking eliminate shit like that myself, man. Good old ranch. Good old ranch. But you know what, man? Sometimes there's a craving for that type of stuff, man. It's just it's an itch you got to scratch. You know what I'm saying? Especially if there's wings
0: involved. It is hard to... I'm not having wings, wings with any sort of dip.
1: Yo, man. Blue cheese. I'll do... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I'll do it all. I'm, I'm equal opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm not bored. partial.
0: I'd rather have them all, but these places want to charge me. Oh. Right? You're like, add a sauce, like 50 cents. like, why are you trying to hurt me? All the time. It's just... It's the way the, the world works there. Have you ever thought of the markup on sauce? This has got to be incredible. It can only be, what, like two cents? Yo. Ninety-eight cents of profit.
1: I think that's, you know, genius. That's why why uh, it's worked this long, man. These guys at Tabasco, they be they be counting. They will be counting forever though. People love all that stuff, man. Recently, I'm not even I'm you know what? I'm gonna tell you about this because I just recently bought this truff shit. Have you seen this truff you like Truffle? That? It's truffle Uh-oh. hot sauce. It, they freaking put that shit all over my Instagram, and I was like, I don't know, I'm about, I don't know I'm about that because like, oh man, it's just fancy Tabasco, like whatever. I don't give a rat's ass. Like, yeah. my buddy Julio, who's like this freaking uh, foodie guy, he ends up buying it. He's the one who takes the plunge, and he's like, yo man, this is actually pretty legit. So me, being me, I'm like, huh, you know what? I'm not to be outdone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my research. I'm gonna freaking get myself a fucking Board. bottle of this ass. They freaking show. You're supposed to drench the shit with this trough ass looking red. Yeah. It's red as fuck. You know what, man? I put a little dabble, a little something, and it's actually not too shabby, man. I like it.
0: But does it
1: burn your asshole? You know what, man? If it's not, then you're not doing it right. So, how hot is it? That's good, man. It's good. It's like, I would say, on like a 10 to Richter scale, I wouldn't even place it more than like a
0: a 5. So it's. Sriracha is a ghost pepper. What are we talking about?
1: My dog. What do I look like? Scotch bonnet. A dog. I I don't think it's Jamaican. Jamaican. (laughs) Jamaican. No, Scotch bonnet is good. I think it's. I think it's pretty good though. It's pretty good. I couldn't tell you much. It hurts though. Where does it hurt?
0: Where does it hurt? Back of the throat. Back of. Into the the inside of the mouth. Your lips get numb. Which one is it?
1: Yo. You know what, man? For me, yeah, it's a bit of a lip burner, if anything. You know, I don't think it's much press that, you know, you're not suffering. It's not one of those ones where it's the delayed heat. Sometimes oh. you eat something real spicy and then you're like, oh, no, it's too late. I already ate it. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> the worst that's <laughs>
0: you- <laughs> ever happened to me. I'm like, I'm holding ice to my lips. And oh, yeah. The ice is melting on them because... Ooh. That's the, you're asking for home.
1: it. Yeah. Are you are you a Reaper guy? Do you go for any of that weird shit? Like the habanero? That, one,
0: that one time I ate Wingstop's uh atomic wings.
1: Good for you, man. I we, we I'm bought, a Wingstop guy too. I'm a Louisiana rub though, for the record. For
0: real? Louisiana rub not bad. <sighs> Lemon pepper and parmesan though. Yo, that's not bad either. It's 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 nice and it complements all the sauces for the most part. Hey. If you get it in a barbecue, they just make it swim in barbecue. And mm. you're like,
1: you see, I'm not so much of a wet wing guy as much as I like a dip. You know what I'm saying?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Are you are you on the with bone or with bone side?
1: I'm a I'm a bone guy. All right. <laughs> I'm a bone in guy.
0: So you don't like chicken nuggets, right?
1: That's I good. do chicken nuggets. I do them, but I mean, if I have a preference, like I would go for bone in, because I'm just old school, man.
0: All right. And boneless wings are just chicken nuggets. Who? Who allowed them to call those shits boneless wings? It, it, it,
1: there you go. Well, there you go. It's it's, it's glorified chicken the nugget. Same. It's a glorified chicken nugget.
0: It is a bumpy chicken nugget. You're yeah. <laughs> it is bumpy. It's just longer and bumpier. It's a wrong.
1: long bumpy chicken nugget.
0: It's like a turd. It's, it's like a, a tender fried turd. It might a as well be a tender. It's
1: a tenderoni. It might, might. It might as well. But they gotta. They gotta just. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's a wing. Technically, it's just a bunch. I mean,
0: of, when you're getting a nugget, <laughs> you know what? That's not important. The point is, a wing stop is great. I, I'm
1: about it. I'm about it. I'm equal opportunity. I'll go hole in the wall. Hole in the wall is one of the best uh, wings in Miami.
0: Dude, you gotta, there's this is barbecue that I gotta tell you about off air. Oh, yeah? It's a secret. All oh, the secret spots. But, gotta go to the secret spot. They do, um, they're insane stuff. They're insane. insane but one of my
1: favorite spots and it's off the beaten trail and these guys need more publicity if you're listening out here go to Hate Mondays that place is phenomenal
0: that's exactly what I was talking about no (laughs) oh is it really yeah this is great
1: yo what's wrong with with spreading the word have you been L Bearded Chef man good god you are out there working homie G I admire you respected you you out there man yo keep working keep putting your magic out there the Robbo everything you do is fire the ribs Yo, man, I just, uh, yo, I respect and admire, man. I'm a, I'm a Yelper, you know, and I, I gave them a five, for sure, five stars. Yeah, I'm a Yelp, I'm Yelp Elite, actually. What does that even mean? It means that apparently my reviews get a lot of views. What? (laughs) I look at my, my reviews, and sometimes I see it's like 10 to 15,000 reads in a month or something to that effect. And so, like, I try and, and do justice to the places that really put the love into it. And when I see a place like Hate Mondays, that place is, is phenomenal, you know. And it's off the beat. It's hard to find. I you know. can't just find but that But it's right spot. behind my house. You know what? You're blessed. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Because for me, I have to go on a journey and an excursion. And I have to plan a time, and I. It usually I take to go. I want to eat in one day. I I've want, only
0: eaten in. You see, that's at the, the little table in the back in the circle.
1: You see, you see. It's really and, nice. And now, now it's hidden. You want to hidden? You want to keep it hidden? Yeah, I, for, I would. I would too. For me. I would. I hear you. I hear um, you. But it's not right for them. Salmon is legit. The
0: Brisket <laughs> is legit. I still haven't had the, the tomahawk. Oh,
1: I've been seeing that, and I, I, you know what? When I eat in, that's what I hope to order. That would be super dope. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Nah, damn it. I am thinking about barbecue. All right, we need to take a break. All right, we'll be right back. So I'm back. Look, Bolin, yo, <laughs> the Jedi mind tricks is what we're talking about, right? That's true. Look, guys, here, here's a here, here's a tip. All right, from your boy, JP. If the you're pizza. in a com- if you're in a conversation. And someone asks you how do you feel about that thing? Just say maybe. You can and use maybe.
1: It's a it's a good persuasive technique, you know, because it, it'll it doesn't allow you to stick out your neck, you know. It gives you it gives you good foundation, you know.
0: It allows you to play devil's advocate while showing that you're not afraid to question what they believe. That's where the power lies. You know something
1: man I, I agree with you bro I agree with you because like in your line you know you got to you got to keep an open dialogue and and so like if you if you don't close end you know it's it's so much more uh it's more conversational, you know. That's the that's the joy of it. If you if you open a maybe, mm-hmm. that leads you down freaking Alice in Wonderland, you know. I mean, honestly, in, in our conversations, <laughs> man, we we always have a, a have a good old time, you know, because we, we keep it creative, we keep it light, we keep it good, and I think that's why I'm back for episode two.
0: The the dynamic of people who understand that things are being able to be questioned in the, in a polite manner is very few. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think it's a personal attack, and it's beyond frustrating. Like, or they think that uh, speaking negative of them is like, um, or speaking negative of things people do is speaking uh, negative, negatively of them. Well, like, people. Everyone has bad habits that you can you can work through. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a bad micro decision maker.
1: I agree. I agree, you know, because you can't base your whole life off of something that you've done once or twice or something that's, you know, just a a facet of your reality. You know, we're all multi-dimensional people. We don't just exist in one plane or we have just one idea, you know. It's just something that we all have to embrace about each other is that if you look at at a person's, you know, this is outdated, but if you look at a person's iPod, right, Mm -hmm. their whole freaking thing is going to have a whole spectrum, of sounds of different styles of music everyone has their stuff their little guilty pleasures man you know the stuff that that makes them tick throughout the day and there's there's things that are songs that i think like unlock memories of our childhood and things like that and i think that each person has their own kind of take on it and so if you're open to maybe and maybe you can get to know someone
0: Ah, oh, mola A fantastic fan. Fantastic. It is what it is, man. That music is such a relatable thing with me. Like, if we don't connect musically, I'm not gonna like you. Mm. It's so important, and I'm so versed in so many sounds. It's almost impossible for me not to connect with someone with audio. But you do find people that music doesn't move them. It's just kind of like background in their existence. And they rather just Mm. think of it as a, as a very passe thing. It's disgusting. Maybe
1: it's because we're creators, you know, as a creator, you know, you feel it maybe a little deeper. It resonates in your heart, you know, and you hope to resonate in someone's heart. That's what, that's what the art's supposed to do is supposed to, to create a thing, create an impression you know a lasting mark you know on someone's imagination take you somewhere at least in my mind when you when i listen to a song i like to be transported you know at least for a moment it's just to it's, it's think that something else is possible you know something is different
0: would you consider yourself dramatic oh so so
1: dramatic i am i'm fucking so bad oh my gosh i'm i'm a freaking uh like, for example, one of the things I love is accents. I do accents all the fucking time, lad. I'm always changing me accent.
0: Oh my god. So, in, uh, in, in working on, on vocals, my uh, my group member- Have you now? My group member was uh, was upset at me because he was just like, you're so good at impersonating things. Really, it, it's frustrating that you can't sing the way you want to. <laughs> you won't let me do it. Oh, you see, you've
1: got your Liverpool, your Liverpool accent coming out a
0: little. I want to get a Scottish one. Yeah. It's more like groundskeeper Willie.
1: It's wee Scotland. You Scot- want to talk Scott Scottish is a little low. Wee wee we Scot. It's wee Scott. You're like can, a bear. Bear. Can
0: you do an Australian one without sounding Ooh. like crocodile Dundee? It's the hardest. Game, hardest through, of a, through a few shrimp on the barbie. See it's hot. Crocodile, see, ugh, crocodile.
1: Take a walkabout. Take a walkabout. <laughs> oh, take a walkabout. Got to take a walkabout like, and throw a few shrimp on the barbie. I, I, I was, that's I all. Was, that's I was, all you're was, getting out of told me. To be a
0: pleasant, drunk Englishman is the accent of the Australian. Apparently, like like an Englishman on holiday is is the, vo- is, is the voices of an Australian. Australia, Australian. Oh,
1: wow. well, let's let's see what you can. Australia alright
0: if um I do usually a, a good Bill Clinton but I have phlegm today I am like my throats whatever but I could do like a very like throaty Bill Clinton <laughs> very throaty Hey, <laughs> that's not hey. bad at all hey. that's not hey. bad at all hey.
1: I can't even pretend to do Bill Clinton Hey, hey hey hey, hey I, 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 Hillary hey. Hillary hey. is that you Hillary <laughs> <laughs> Looking good. Yeah, I think I see you somewhere over there. Yeah, see, it's not that bad. It's a little creaky. It's because so I'm old and white. That's how you are when you get old and creaky and white. Uh, yeah. Think about it, man. You're he did president. some
0: shit in the Oval Office, and we and we persecuted uh, yeah. that man. That's how we do it. That's, did you ever realize that? Let's, let's bring the conversation down one level, but it was, <laughs> Seriously, about, it was like a meme.
1: We're going, we're going. Hey. Where the FCC is going to hey, listen a little, uh, little too close. We're gonna
0: talk about Trump real quick. Is that okay? Oh Lord, oh Lord. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 so I saw. A meme. We're going from
1: accents now. We're going. I'm going back to American, America, because we're talking about Trump. I'm going to talk about Trump.
0: I'm I, saw, I, I saw. I from him, the south. I saw a meme Somewhere of him in south. a suit of armor they call him arm. the teflon don
1: the te- <laughs> teflon don donald trump and, and, he teflon. Like,
0: and he was shooting two guns <laughs> two like 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 um like assault rifles on one of on each arm and, well, the, and he had a woman attached to his leg he, i'm like yeah i'm yeah, like do double, 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 this double, double, guy double. of everything and he no one cares like he doesn't care is that someone said that they raped him, and he was just like so that was last week. That's hilarious. That's how that I live my, my life. I see when I'm above the law. Above I think he's funny. I think he's a reflection of people, but whatever. I I, I just Trump, thought
1: that Trump himself, the man, the man, the, the man, myth, the myth, the
0: legend. That
1: that man. You know what? What I think by by Trump, Trump area, You can you can take it how you will. Because I'm gonna say it in the southern accents now, because I don't know. We gotta, here we go. You see, I was dramatic. You're going to get the question and the answer. You're all in the same uh, time over here.
0: Thank you for helping me sort that answer through my head. I was having a little issue about what being dramatic was. Yeah, yeah. You know, being dramatic is about going with the moment, bro.
1: That's how it is. Moment. <sighs> Fantastic. It is what it is, homie G. Continue, man. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Oh, man. now I broke character. So that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, right? For real, for real. But really, do we got to talk about Trump? I don't really give a rat's ass.
0: Okay, that's cool. What I find hilarious <laughs> is that um, I feel like the dumbest thing is going to take him down. It's going to be like the dumbest thing. He's going to forget to file paperwork, and then we're going to be like, get him out of here. Everything else is child's play <laughs> for the, the nonsense. Or. He gets out of his office, writes an amazing book, goes, goes on a giant book tour, and becomes richer than ever, which is probably what's going to happen.
1: You know what's funny?
0: He's made up of mayo. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's terrible.
1: He doesn't need the money and he's not doing it for anything like that. Like, what I like about him is that he's doing it almost as a public service. Like the guy, honestly, he he should be, gonna be in
0: history books. That's funny.
1: Counting his billions, like just hanging out like in his helicopter, but he chooses to try and make a difference as a capitalist in our, in our economy. I feel like you know, and I, I really I hate to bring this into a political note, but I'm just so grateful because every time I think, oh man, if Hillary was the president, oh my god, Go if freaking Hillary had won the freaking election, it would have been like a nightmare because everything would have been going down. Just imagine North Korea with Hillary. Number one, it would have all been behind closed doors; nobody would have seen it, nothing. Trump is incredibly transparent, which is like a breath of fresh air, which is almost like detestable to their. De- they don't like the fact. The media doesn't like the fact that he's so transparent. But the fact is, he gave Kim Jong Frickin' Un an iPad, and it was like he won Thank the war. You. It was like somehow, it was like he was guiding his Thank back. I, I remember that I, I, I'm telling you, JP. I don't watch the news, but I saw on the the freaking elliptical because they imposed the news on me there that he was guiding him through the door. Pssh. Just in the small of his back. When I saw him guiding Kim Jong-un through the door at the small of his back, I said, oh, that's it. There's no nuclear Buzz. war going on. It's over, on. buddy. Hand, no- <laughs> over <the uranium. laughs> hand over the uranium.
0: Get her out it of here. hand over the uranium. He's giving you an iPad. He's going to dazzle Texas you. Ranger.
1: You're done. He's already negotiating. Life, bro. Is,
0: life is funny. Like, if you if you just, you got to realize that North Korea is a threat. But Dennis Rodman hangs out with Kim Jong-un. Like See, he infiltrated. He's inside ops. <laughs> he's he's, inside he's ops. deep and, undercover. And, and then Hillary was just, she looks like a robot. Like, I just don't. I, I and, swear. And she, she never wanted to, like, debate Trump. I felt like Trump was just saying whatever. And then she was just like, hey, when he goes low, we go high. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't do. She didn't use enough bill. Oh, we needed more. Hey, Hey. we were missing all. I want to be first, dude. And if it's going for Hillary, (laughs) I'm back. I'm back in. I'm back. I'm back back in the office, the one I used to stay at, you know, the (laughs) old one. So, go for Hillary. Like I would have. Would have loved it. He would have been first, dude. He could have been. Could have first, dude. Yeah, I solve all problems. Oh yeah, we're well, we missed it out because um, all Trump to decided That's to the run. Secret. The secret is to sell all the secrets. Do you realize that Trump just basically ran his own version of The Apprentice, like on the nation, <laughs> like when he, <laughs> when he was in the in, the, in the in like the debates? Like he just took it as a TV show, and yeah. those politicians had no idea what was happening. They were like trying to talk about issues. He was like ratings, baby. It was just like not, and and people were just like, "Yeah, fuck it." And then Lala Correa.
1: Yeah, you know something though, he's got a great head on his shoulders, man. He's a great negotiator. He's a capitalist, which is what I really was about since the beginning Mm -hmm. for for Trump. Even before he was the Republican nominee, he was my choice. For Republican candidate. Yeah, I
0: saw him on TV and I was like, that guy's winning because he's he's definitely smarter than these political guys. He'll say whatever. And
1: you know what the really funny thing is, is that the Democratic Party really undershot themselves because they undershot Bernie, who was the real contender. If it had been the battle of the crotchety old men, they might have had a shot. But since they shot themselves in the foot with Hillary and how corrupt her nomination was, just from the get, she alienated her party into having to vote for her, which was like a guilt vote. Which is kind of funny. And so, like, it went on to just the landslide, which was Trump, you know, because all of the Republicans, all we did was, especially me as a Republican, mm-hmm. like, fly on the wall in a very liberal place. Like, I, I just silently went to the voting place, and I didn't I didn't tell anybody anything. And I think that's how most of us kind of went, and people were, like, I know flabbergasted. A lot of people who
0: voted for him that um, are younger than me. Some of them are on the same places we've been. So... I understand it. It's just there's there's hypercriticism about having re, uh, not Republican choices but conservative ones. Hmm. Um, can't I,
1: express can't talk man. It's very quiet.
0: It's 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 rather unfortunate that people um, just really just stay on the blue and red line like like if it's like blood and crips. when in yeah, reality like most, just... most people are in the middle and they lean purple as fuck bro. Yeah. yeah they lean purple. to left and right like, and, and you need people to be extremists. Because that kind of spreads out the ideas in both ways. For better or for worse, and the good ones live out.
1: Hashtag maybe. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag maybe. You know, you gotta be like, maybe. You gotta be open maybe. to both sides. You can't just say no, yes, because I'm Republican. I'm like pro-life or whatever. Like, I tell you what, you know. You're like, I, I don't think,
0: want abortion. you just like, I
1: think life maybe? is important. Why not? I don't mm-hmm. think abortion is something like a birth control. I don't mm-hmm. think you should use abortion like birth control. I do think that it's something that's important, like, for a society to uh, accommodate, though. Yeah. You know, if
0: you don't care, that's fine. Uh, do, what mean, do, do what you have to do. You know do. do what
1: you have to do and do it within like medical supervision. Like don't try and do it yourself. Go someplace, take care of
0: yourself. Where are these where are these people that are that are stopping you know it's rather unfortunate that like most men that I know in this very liberal society that we're staying in just don't care about those things. Just like you do what you want. But apparently, it just men get the bad rap.
1: I, I think what it. it is is do what you want, don't ask me to pay for it.
0: it. Is really what it is. I agree. I, I, I think people, um, uh, want to put their blame on stuff like the like, getting paid back for college.
1: Oh man, that's a funny one. That's really you funny. You chose I a
0: sociology w- degree overseas, and it, it cost you a hundred k. Good luck.
1: I worked four jobs, at the same time I was in FIU, so that I could pay my tuition. I uh, graduated with no debt because i worked my ass off. I freaking still hold up a three, you know, my GPA, but I freaking graduated with my bachelor's at 21 and I pushed myself because I was um, doing this pizza thing. I was making pizzas on the weekends at like the chocolate festival. I was printing t-shirts with the the guys at the t-shirts at uh, freaking Hertz box. Well, not really printing, I was more like folding shirts, but I was coming in every now and again. And then I was doing um, maintenance, property maintenance on four different properties. I was doing like outside, like cutting grass and hedges and all sorts of stuff like that. Ten bucks an hour out in the hot sun. Freaking four different yards doing that in the cables. And cleaning boats, yachts and stuff like that. You're a busy boy. I was trying to because I had to make ends meet and pay for FIU, man. That's what it was, man. And I, I think that if you're motivated and you really want it and you don't ask anybody for it, you just do it. You have to get what you want out of life. Nobody's going to give it to you, JP. You have to get
0: it. I'm living through that right now. The things I would like are, you know, hard to get, hard to achieve. And, and, and moving in that direction always involves a lot more force than people give it. Like, you, you do got to do all the Instagram cliches to get to the point where you want to make a difference, right? Everyone has their, their burden and they have to, like, take up their own mountain. And... You don't know how long it takes you to get to the top of it. I I don't know, but I know if I keep working at it, I should get there faster. Like when I play all these Instagram posts, it's just a reminder that I'm working and I'm doing something to be active with what I enjoy. And then there's other facets of my life that I gotta fix and correct as well. But that's gonna happen over time, as long uh, as I keep going up.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you, man, because you're, you're good at this stuff. Uh, man, would you, do you think I should uh, maybe open a window into my creative process through uh, my uh, social media? Do you think I think it should maybe? Um, been?
0: um, I'm very detached, disattached from social media. I do what I want. Um, I wish I could. We say the same thing for everyone else, especially if you're creative, you just got to use it as a platform and be disattached. Like I don't I I think it's a show and a persona like we mentioned earlier, but
1: Hmm.
0: it's an opportunity for people to see what you're doing and be a constant reminder. Yeah, and that's what the game is now. It's just let people know that you're doing stuff is more important about it's more important than the quality of it. Hmm. Like I shoot with my iPhone, those videos, the ones I do in my room. Like it's not that. There's nothing crazy. You just gotta think of a way to be engaging and, and and demonstrate to people what you're doing, and then you'll be fine. Just do it anyways. I mean, your posts right now, your on your story are pretty great. Uh, I yeah. love them. That takes. I know that it takes time to look up and and do. And you appreciate when people are posting positive shit. And like, I don't. And I don't understand that people take this platform still if you've been on it for four or five years already like it's not as fun as it used to be what you would share you should probably have evolved already I want to share different shit you're not posting the same shit you were doing four years ago right before I would post like every shoe I'd buy hmm. now like I don't fucking if, if there's a shoe in the picture that's what I'm wearing right how long I've had it who knows it could be new it could be two years old it doesn't matter right it's not a thought anymore, I, and then you, I used to go out with that in mind. Like I would take a picture with what I'm wearing, and then it becomes a, a game. And hmm. now I know now the product is what I play.
1: That's great, man. That's really a great perspective, you know, because like I I like uh, I always think of like the separation between your online life and and your and your real life, you yeah. know, and and like there's this idealism like in in all media, really coming from a marketing background. I'll tell you something. Yeah um all of what we see online everything it's it's all filtered highly filtered highly um uh, n- not just not just in the sense of like saturation and and like photoshop but i'm talking about just like the moments the moments that you're seeing are the the highlights you know it's really the highlight reel
0: it's the highlight reel of an unrealistic life that you piece together thinking that that's what people do all the time
1: you know what i mean and like i'll tell you something you know I, I would rather just be living and enjoying and doing my thing and then, you know, partaking of it in the moment, you know, if I need to. But I'll tell you what.
0: With what we want to achieve, you kind of have to play that game. I mean, we we as a group think about it all the time. If this was 20 years ago, the game's different. We're Mm going to go for different things and achieve different things. If it was 40 years ago, it's get a record deal. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, yeah, do it all yourself.
1: Yeah, if um, you can, you can freaking really produce it. The technology's you know, is all is there. having
0: a lot of money. <laughs> and a lot of people don't have a lot of money. So, they. I mean, you can break, and that makes people more creative. You get different sounds, you get different genres. And there's so much new music right now that's all over every genre. Metal's more brutal than ever. Rap is more glitzy than ever. Country is super pop. Pop doesn't know what it wants to be. That's true, you man. You got. All kinds of shit happening. And that's just American music. You know, we exchange foreign shit all the time.
1: Yo. Yeah, that French band you turned me on
0: to is actually really fun. <laughs> Did man. they ever uh, show you their full live video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where they even got quiet. Yeah. That was we, really good. We great. all keep watching that. Like, every time someone comes over, I'm like, watch this. And I make them fans of Lame
1: Praktif. So good, man. Really, really impactful.
0: Yeah. Did, wait. Just to make sure. It's the one where they're all wearing all white. All right, cool. And the
1: lead singer is kind of like a bald kind of guy,
0: no, tall looking.
1: No, it's a girl. It's French disco. Wait, you're talking about the girl? The mm-hmm. Is it like kind of a saucy beat with a, with a bass line? Heavy bass? It
0: is heavy bass.
1: It is heavy bass. Yeah. But wait, I'm thinking of the dude in the dance hall where they were kind of like all singing and they were all in white.
0: We might have to show you. Yeah, it's there. it's there. We might have to show you. But anyways. Musical diversity and palettes. Heck yeah! Oh man, you know, and it's
1: a universal language too, man. You know, one of my uh, one of my goals. Oh, JP, you wanna know, man? I freaking made a bucket list the other day, or started making a bucket list. Really, I was thinking about it and what I want in life and what I want to do, and how I wanna like achieve things and hold myself accountable to a certain degree. And you know, I realized the only finish line I have is when they freaking close the uh casket on my my sorry so i'm not gonna freaking give up until the end you know what i'm saying and so like Mm -hmm. i was like thinking about it and i want to do this documentary series bro i want to i want to do a series about the language of music and not just that about the uh creative uh elements that go into making the instruments because, like, there's these craftsmen out there that they actually make these things by hand, and that's an old art form that's not really being preserved by young uh, folks. You know, it's it's all kind of like, like kind Lucy of a Ace. like a like a okay. Take for example, like traditional instruments like the sitar, mm-hmm. or other things that are like even like the violin back in the day, like the Stradivarius, you know, like they, they took those secrets to the grave and how they made those instruments. And so like, it's a craft and there's an artistry to it. And I so, I so want to document that. I want to document that for people for, for history's sake before those craftsmen, those people disappear from the earth. And I want to, and I want to also speak to the nature of music and the universality of it, you know, in the context of it. That's kind of one of my bucket list things.
0: I think music has always been a very spiritual thing, um, especially, like, you know, guitars. I mean, those are all, like, that's shit you can find hmm. if you really just want to build a guitar and get it to work.
1: And bold together. I've seen the kits. It's yeah. pretty
0: cool. There's a lot of kits now. Yeah, you're right. You can make, like, a, I There's a lot of YouTube videos like like, $100 Strat, and then, like, they just, Pop so all this shit together. Yeah. Heck yeah, man! Oh man, I
1: I actually would love to custom customize, you know, do my own paint and stuff on one. That'd be fun. And there's a
0: certain magic about playing instruments, mm. but digital crossover is so much more useful. There's just there's just so much more to work with. But I feel like you definitely need an instrument base. You gotta know something. You gotta play a little bit of everything, I think. But you gotta know an instrument. Mm. Because then how do you, tra- like, translating it digitally must be a mess mentally. Like, I know my major scales on a like, guitar and piano, so I'm pretty, pretty sad, right? But there's people who don't know any of that, and then they get on a keyboard, and they're, like, poking and guessing. And they're not like, yeah, man, this is C minor. No, they're like, I like these notes. What are they? Three black ones.
1: Three black ones. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I've, I've been in the studio with uh, a couple different types of folks. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it all depends, man. You you just uh, adapt, you know. In my book, man, I've done I've done a fair amount of different stuff, like rap, you know, for example. There's more uh, guessing involved in, in the keyboard playing, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just do what I can, man. I, I uh, come from a classical background, man. I'm blessed in that regard. So, like, I, I make it... You know, accessible, bro. I do my best, man. In life, bro, just like you, man, you, you're always learning. You can't stop learning, man. That's the the goal is just to constantly grow, be your be your best version. And I, I constantly repeat that to myself because I uh, I'm reevaluating a lot of things, you know, like artistically, you know, I I've really like tried to to find my my center and my balance lately. You know, I've been pushing myself to to stretch my rubber band, you know, I'm not, I'm not settling, you know, I'm getting uncomfortable,
0: on purpose. It's a hard one for people to understand when they haven't hit that mental block. It's like, why do you want to be uncomfortable? And you're just like, like, oh. you know, that's. It's a hard conversation for young people to understand, young women specifically, because they're just like, I'm hot still, like, I don't gotta do none of this shit. And they're, they're right Like they're 100% right Cause they men to, don't care enough to, to They tell got them. the booty They good to go They yeah. ready to rock They don't They don't Yeah unless it gets bad Is that how it is in life I don't it's know It's very biology uh, based yeah, Makes man. sense In my life man, I don't know I forget to just try And make my you own don't need, You don't need a booty You're Right I don't We, need we have money. pretty good All you have to do is uh, Dedicate your life Into something <laughs> Yeah right
1: Just 10,000 hours Like Max Uh, What's it Malcolm Gladwell Yep Dedicate your life to something.
0: And oh. if you do it enough and long, uh, you'll win and uh, life's good.
1: Yeah, man. That's that's the key. Just push, push hard, don't give up, it's a marathon. That's my goal, man, is just to continue on until I, I finally break through. Breaking through is what I think is the hardest part. They always say then if you if you can find that sound and you can find that thing that resonates, then you know the next thing. It'll be replicating. But you don't want to repeat yourself either, man. It's a thing. I don't know, man. I just, dude, I have to show you. I have
0: to show you something. There's a balance point. I mean, I think it's important to improve on your sound, but look you can you can tell what bands their albums sound very identical. For example, but most of the time, I feel that every artist is up for the challenge of creating new music. And trying to push themselves to the limit. I feel bad. Albums are just cause like they're trying to get out of a record deal or some shit. hmm and They just want to rush escapism, in. huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a five-year five record deal. You don't. You're not getting paid what you want. You have one more album to go. You're like, fuck it. They make these songs sound like farts. Damn. Like how Nirvana wanted a uh, In Utero to be. They're like, this shit sucks. It's not mainstream. Don't buy it. And then it went number one and is like, Fuck, they bought my irony. <laughs> I got, that fucked with him obviously, but it's that's it's true. People were gonna that album was gonna go number one no matter what was no on it. No matter what, because he was the guy. But he really thought that it, it was bigger than what he produced. And it's never that
1: way. Wow. What's funny is that he was a great performer and he was a great artist in, in life, but his, his, uh, I, I don't know, he was, a, he, they say by all accounts he was, you know, joie de vivre. He was actually a funny guy, you know? I, I don't know exactly, man. What I wish is that he was still around to play guitar with Dave Grohl. I looked on YouTube trying to find videos of Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. playing guitar together. Never could find anything.
0: Unfortunately, and a I lot see. of those 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 major bands, all their singers died or do you
1: imagine yeah. if there was like a possibility that they could have written music together both on guitar, like a duo?
0: I don't th- I you know what? As a history person also, I think that it's good that, that ended because look look at Pearl Jam now. Hmm. And that's a whole different band from that era. I mean, maybe Nirvana would have evolved into something else. Maybe it was always destined to end. But between them and Alice and Chains and the way those bands ended, it's like, oh, heroin's not going to prolong your existence. That's ugly all around. True, true. You know, that's
1: a question uh, for me. Like, I, um, I see, like, a band like uh, Rage Against the Machine, you know, and I wonder where are these guys at, man? You know, I see Tom Morello doing his thing, but everyone else, like I see the bass player kind of doing little stuff here and there, but I want to I wanna see like Rage back, man. What's up with that, man? Zach De La Rocha, yo, know, I'm calling you out, man. Where you at in this world? Come back to Rage.
0: I mean, and also kind of beckons like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're off time. How do you make this money? How do you pay rent? Yo,
1: those royalties are for real, though. They made some, they made some serious shit, I'm sure, man. And of course. I don't know. I mean... Figure Tom Morello, that guy, he graduated. I think from Harvard. Yes, with a political science degree. And oh yeah, I think he did sounds. I know he did some type of political research. Science.
0: Because he's very political. I mean, he's very political. He's very leftist. Well, it, it, that that's beside the point
1: for his music. I know De La Rocha is very revolutionary. Yeah. I mean, the mm-hmm, music right. is, music
0: and politics are. I can respect both of them. Anyway. I'm not gonna not like them.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly the point. Like, you gotta love them for their art. Not yeah. For Bull's operate slaps. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't have to reverberate with your beliefs. I mean, I could. I mean, I might. I don't know. I, I don't just, even know what a pocket full of shells are, but I look. Pocket, pocket full, full of shells. shells. A pocket full of shells is like shotgun shells. I'm assuming. Oh. Rally around the family with a pocket full of shells, like shotgun shells. I don't think he was talking about seashells.
0: That's all right. <laughs> to be honest, I thought it was seashells and irony. And irony. Uh, Just bathing in. Here. Here's a pocket full of shells. But I guess in the back of my mind, I always assumed it was shotgun shells. You know, it's, it's it. something.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it! Is what I'm it is. so
0: dumb. Ugh. But that—that that, see, that's why they're such a great band. They—they're
1: dope, man. But I they don't w- need
0: I'm, to do anything. After. What was the last album? Battle of Los Angeles or Escape Los Angeles? See,
1: I'm—I'm I'm not I'm, a dictionary like that. I, I tell you. I am. I'm a fucking nerd. Ugh, terrible. Yeah, I like that. You know, I can't, I can't really like tell you like dates or or which sequence the albums came out or
0: oh, things of that I nature. I know that for every the music. Yeah. All right, let's close this up. Let's wrap it. You Mr. know what, Samoan. man? It's
1: been actually really dope, man. Thank you so much, bro.
0: We're gonna end on that sweetness again. Mister Mullen's here, Joda, finishing his podcast, and we're out. Peace. Good night, guys. Peace.